Okay, guys. Second episode went really well. Me and Jack shoot the shit on different things. Uh, new books, Sapiens, North Korea, what we've been watching on Netflix, possible new deal with OnlyFans, NCAA athletes making um, extra money, being able to make sponsors and stuff, and a bunch of other shits top to bottom. Uh, hopefully we can keep growing this show and just enjoy giving the extra content out to you guys. So if you could do me a favor, like and subscribe, that'll help out a ton. If not, no problem. Enjoy. Peace. We are live. Okay, and we're up and running again. Episode 2. It's July 4th, 2021. And I'm fucking thankful to be alive. I'm thankful to be living during this fucking time. I started reading this book. I I forgot who recommended it. I think Naval recommended it in the in the in the back of his uh, almanac of Naval Ravikant, which I re- recommend everyone read. Easy fucking read, good book. But it's called Sapiens. It's a brief history. It's a brief history of human kind. I'm pretty sure that's the title of it. But dude, it's a fucking crazy book. It talks about the beginning of time all the way till now and I've never really read like a history book like that I've never really been into it and it's funny because the the things we think about most is just like the bible and the stories we hear from the bible but it's talking about back when animals the human species was just like an animal they didn't know how to talk they didn't know how to do anything they just kind of roamed around just like an animal and then how the years went by and then they learned how to make fire and how fire changed it for the human and they started up, were able to start cooking wheat and rice and then starting to like fight off lions and fight off the big uh, predators and stuff. But, oh my God, dude. I've been sick all fucking week and complaining. I'm like, oh, I can't fucking train. I can't do this. And then I hear shit, read books like The Sapiens. Um, and I'm like, holy fucking shit. I, we're so lucky to be born in this day and age, dude, where we're just so fucking spoiled. We just have light. We have water. We have power anytime anytime we want. We can go to the store and literally buy any fucking food you want. And yet still we find things to bitch about and complain about. You ever think about that, Jay? Yeah, all the time. All the time. Especially like just like even having my own little apartment or clothes on your back or even like when i go get coffee i'm like dang like i remember being like super broke where i didn't have any anything really like i was negative in my account mm-hmm. i didn't have anything to like like you said you find something complaining about all oh, this coffee shit this other oh, co- this other God. coffee spot's a little bit better you know what i mean yeah and then i think about it like the times when i didn't have anything or just having your own bed <sighs> Just like little shit. And know? just not stressing too. Mm-hmm. Having our own bed and it's we're not fucking in a war zone. And then I, I, I go to Starbucks. I haven't had coffee or weed for over five days. I go to Starbucks, get this coffee. I'm like, God, this coffee fucking blows. Because I didn't want to drive all the way to Driftwood and then be late here. But then I'm like, oh my God, dude. I just seen this uh, documentary yesterday. Uh, Do- the Donut King. Have you seen it? Uh-uh. It's pretty crazy. You should watch it whenever you have time. Maybe when fight week or something. It's about this guy. Uh, Yeah, it's on Hulu. So this guy, this Cambodian guy, um, he comes. He's like a refugee, and he comes over to the States. And basically, he learns how to make donuts. He learns how to run a donut shop. But then he 
he at one point i think he had like over 50 shops in california mm-hmm. and he would became like a multi-millionaire but the story about him is pretty crazy too how he came from cambodia like third world country didn't have anything there was wars going on and then he came to the u.s just his whole story yeah his whole story is crazy he became a millionaire but then he has a gambling addiction and he loses all the money damn yeah damn it but that is good we'll, we'll definitely watch that because even fuck dude learning about or hearing joe rogan talk about and even the lex friedman talk about north korea and what happened i think hundreds of years ago when there was this lockdown and parents were having to literally eat their children eat your fucking children to survive and if they don't eat their children then someone else is gonna eat their children so dude that's like they had to eat them because why there's no food no food shortage of food and someone else would eat them but then that that's where kim jong-un was saying like um it's gonna come again there's rough times coming again and i don't know if it's from the coronavirus leakage but dude I didn't know people in Korea think that their country is like great. They think they're living like they're special and they're, they're brainwashed or what? They're super fucking brainwashed because in Korea they don't have internet, right? I don't even know. Let me see. I, I don't think they have internet. Like I don't think they have years. like regular TV. Yeah, because media is a big part of like how you grow up. You know, obviously here we have access to whatever we want. Google, literally books. Movies, even documentaries, myths too. They're all brainwashed. There's just a bunch of myths. But the crazy thing is, a lot of people look at the U.S. like we are, we're super fucked up. You know what I mean? That's what I heard. Really? Like other countries look at us like, you guys are fucked up. That's what I've heard at least. Yeah, dude. So for all the shit that we complain about, it's literally pathetic compared to what other people are fucking dealing with. Or people in the past. Like, I just started this Sapiens book. I'm going to kind of keep scrolling through it. It's like one of those books that really fucking smart people wrote. So it's kind of hard to interpret a little bit. Mm. But it's really fucking good, dude. Yeah, I've seen this book before. I haven't read it, though. It, it, it's good so far. It's good so far just learning about history. And not from the Bible's perspective. From the Bible's perspective, it's like, oh, it all started with Adam and Eve. It's like, did it? I know just fucking started with adam and eve but uh dude no coffee no weed jesus i've been sleeping good though no weed at all i've been sleeping i'm getting deep deep sleep which is fucking nice dude i need to figure out what i'm gonna do like it's our all it's easy to say oh i'm gonna yeah, i'm gonna quit weed i'm gonna quit weed but then you smoke and you're like damn <laughs> i ain't quitting weed this shit's too nice um, you guys been watching any, uh, shows this last week? Uh, just besides that donut documentary, I watched Snowfall. Have you seen that? Mm-mm. Oh, it's crazy. Super good. It's about basically, uh, crack in like the eighties, nineties. I think it's more eighties. Like before it was like, they didn't know what it was, but it's just like, um, a TV show. So it's about this kid. It's a series. Yeah. It's like four seasons. It's super good. We just finished that and then the donut king and then but we were watching the four seasons for probably like a couple weeks like two weeks but we watched like two or three episodes every night you know yeah we've Um, been binge watching fucking 90 day fiance dude that show i don't know why it's so fucking good to watch i think it's because they're 
their relationships are so dysfunctional that it's like entertaining and it's hard to believe that they're like trying to do this. I always wonder if like these shows are real or not. You know? Dude, they're a hundred percent real. There's no way that that is all acting <laughs> for sure. It's fucking, they're really, really entertaining. Cause it's about what, like they just get married and they meet online. They meet online and then the Russians or the Ukrainians or whoever they meet get their visa and it's a, a long process to get their visa and they come over and they have to live for 90 days before they can get married. So then they haven't even lived together. They haven't even like hung out really sometimes in real life. Sometimes they have, but then they come over and start living in the USA expecting it's, I think most of them expect it's going to be like Hollywood mm-hmm. or LA and it's just fucking super, super entertaining. Fun, funny shit. It's just funny is what it is, too. Did you see this? I think they just announced this or no? Did we talk about this at all? No. Aldo versus, versus Munoz? Pedro Munoz versus Jose Aldo. That's a sick fight. Yeah, I think That's a sick, sick fight. I wonder what Pedro thought when Sugar called him out. I wonder if he's like, no way. But it's funny to me that even Cody Stamen, like, literally begging I know. to fight Sean. It's like Sean's not even ranked. Everyone giving Sean so much hate. It's like, fight someone's ranked. It's like, he's not ranked. Holy fucking shit, dude. It's so, like... I always think about that, too. I think they're just... Obviously, they're, like, jealous how much uh, attention he gets, you know? But it's not... I mean, he's smart at marketing, you know what I mean? They're just kind of... Other people are boring. (laughs) Yeah, it's got to come down to jealousy, 100%. And especially, it's crazy how much fucking hate he gets. Like, he knocked out Eddie Wineland, WEC champ, tough as shit, clean cold knocked him out fucked up thomas almeida and just like still pretty new in the ufc like mm-hmm. it, it seems like he's been in the ufc a while but he got that usada thing game a nice layoff but dude everyone hating on the sugar show but it, it does come down to just jealousy and them wishing they had add what he had going on i just think it's also like no matter how like even like say when he is the champ like people are always gonna find something to like talk shit about you know what i mean Oh, for sure. Well, that's what I was telling my my Twitch stream. I was like, dude, he literally could fight John Jones and knock him out, and still people are like, yeah, but John Jones hasn't fought for a couple of years. No matter what, people are gonna hate. Oh, for sure. That's like with anything, you know. You reach that certain level of success or even attention, people are always gonna find something to critique. Yeah. Is it is it possible to get to that level of of fame and not have haters. No. I don't think it's possible. No, Cuz people like like you look at like anybody that's at their peak career and I don't even think Sean's at his peak career. I just think he's just getting a lot of attention the whole way. Mm-hmm. But like you look at Drake, he's like super like people still oh he's not that good of a rapper and he mm-hmm. has like all these accolades of like 100 billboards. I don't know, just a bunch of music accolades but people are always going to find something. It's to imp- impressive to me how uh Sean handles it though all the hate you know what i mean mm-hmm. it, it really doesn't doesn't phase him but i guess well why would it it's like dude you're living in a almost million dollar house he's got a good family doesn't have to worry about money still a young kid it's like dude all these haters are like yeah you it's like dude you guys are fucking little losers jealous little losers that probably work shit fucking jobs and you just get online and just decide to hate on people exactly did you see this too Luis Pena. I think it happened like a couple of weeks ago, but it's pretty crazy. I think he went to jail for robbery or something. 
And he could face up to five years in jail. Yes, it's released on jail on bond. Faces up to five years. So I wonder if they still have to go to court and all that shit. Charged with three crimes. Robbery by sudden snatching, battery, and criminal mischief. Pina allegedly assaulting his girlfriend and threatening to kill her and, and himself. He also is accused of breaking his girlfriend's cell phone during an earlier altercation. Dude, a yeah. lot of fighters are like crazy. You almost got to be crazy to fight at a high level for a long time. You got to have some kind of craziness in you. And who knows how much it has to do with I've got, they've gotten concussed a lot. I've gotten fucking concussed a lot, dude. Never KO'd clean, but I've had a handful of concussions from boxing from 14 years old to 18, having like 18 boxing smoker fights, skateboarding when I was younger, and then playing football through high school. Boom, getting my bell rung over and over and over. And then for 10 years training and fighting, who knows how much the, the, the brain injuries have to do with it. And then, especially, it's crazy too, who you're surrounded with mm -hmm. is so fucking it's big, true. dude. Who you're surrounded with and what kind of habits they have and what kind of shit are they doing because you're going to do what you're, especially if it's your only group of friends, you're going to do what they're doing almost no matter what it is. Yeah, that's what I always think of. I think it's a mixture of probably fighting, and then obviously they don't have good people around them or good like a a mental mental state. And change. then, because obviously it says here he got in a fight with his girlfriend, so he's probably like super jealous or something. Well, and then talking know. about killing him, himself too, like who who knows what kind of are, are pain pills involved yeah. or what kind of drugs are involved? Who fucking knows? How he grew up too, you know what I mean? Yeah. How he grew up. It's just fucking wild to me how. I like what James Clear said. He's like figuring out. Like, God, I, I can't remember what he said. So I don't I even want to. I, I don't even want to botch Clear. it. But he talks about um, what. What habits. Or what from your childhood that happened. What is it still serving you? And if it if, if it's not, you got to figure out a way to rewire it. We rewire what happened in your childhood. If you know, it's like, yeah, I had a fucked up childhood and it's fucked me up till mm -hmm. now. It's like figuring out what it is and how to fix it. Fucking easier said than done. Because you had a pretty good childhood, didn't you? Mm, I, I get. I don't know. I had like a, a decent childhood. I was like pretty poor growing up. And um, obviously like my mom and stepdad weren't the best relationship. Um, they broke up and then I kind of, I don't know for me, like I never had like a big, a, a father figure. So for me, I'd always look up to like either the older friends or honestly just like movies and shit. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I'd be like, damn, like this guy's super cool. Like I'd want to be someone like, like him. him or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I think, uh, yeah, I had a decent childhood, but for me, I was just like, man, I just, I have to, it was something always in me. Like I need to just get my shit together and and go for it you know what i mean whatever mm -hmm. it is like whether when i first decided to get my own job get my own money not rely on my mom yeah get my own stuff you know what i mean so it was always very like uh i'm gonna do it myself yeah that, you know what i mean you had that that little bit of drive i wonder mm -hmm. um it's like when people get s or kids get sexually molested 
molested or sex mm-hmm. something sexual happens to a kid at a young age i think that really really fucks with them or even we're lucky because we had like parents that loved us you know what i mean yeah we're kids sure. kids who are getting abused their dads are alcoholics and they beat them up and the kids didn't have like lots of love i think those are the those are the kids that really get fucked up when they're older Oh, for sure. If especially if they don't like address it, and I, I bet it's hard because it causes like trauma and shit. But yeah, I mean, I think everybody has a little bit of trauma in them, but it just depends how you kind of react to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, the levels of trauma, and then yeah. and then and then I think realizing that's where all my fucking habits and stuff are coming from, and trying to re- rewire it. Easier said than done, but because like for you, you know how like you're a Jehovah Witness and shit, and. You didn't grow up with like like birthdays and shit like that. Is that why you kind of don't really care about them still? Oh, for sure, for <laughs> sure. Well, holidays. Still in well, you if you bit. think about it, that is for sure. I think, but then you think about holidays in general. It's like, what the fuck are holidays? I know, like Fourth of July. Like, I don't know. They're I don't, don't want to get people mad because it's like the country and shit. But I don't know really. Like, well, Fourth of July is. A, I feel like a little bit different because it's Independence Day when. So, something happened who fucking <laughs> yeah, we we're too know. stupid but dude christmas <laughs> yeah christmas and then and then birthdays birthdays oh no birthdays you got to have a big party know, you got to stress your poor parents out That's and true. they have to go buy a bunch of shit that they can't even afford they can barely afford fucking food for you mm-hmm. and then christmas all the kids at school are getting all these toys and gifts so then your parents got to go get a credit card to go get you some toys and gifts on this fucking day I think it's finding that balance, but yeah, for sure. I but, I mean, I enjoy just like, for me, I think I enjoy Christmas because it's like where my family doesn't live here, so I have to go out to Mexico to visit them. So, it's so like it gives you an excuse to ex- see them? I don't ever see them, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I guess excuse, but I would want to like, I thought about that too. It's like, why do I have to see them on a holiday? Why can't I just go mid-year? So yeah. that's what I'm kind of planning But still on. brings families together yeah, and, then, yeah. and then they hang out and stuff. But then it is different because remember when I was telling you when I went the first, the other, I think like two years ago, and I was like, man, it's not the same as I kind of remember it, you know, when I was a kid, it was more joyful. Now we're all adults. And now I see like, I don't know, I'm more uh, matured. So I'm more, I can, I'm aware of like, oh, like I used to look up to my uncle right here, but it's like, why did I really look up to him? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like not talking shit, but like. My uh my views on life are different than his now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like he's very like money driven and like very like I need to do this, do that, like always trying to stay busy. And for me, like, yeah, money's a big thing. But at the same time, it's like a happiness and money. I don't think they equal. You know what I mean? You could be yeah. a millionaire, but it doesn't equal like happiness necessarily. Yeah, for sure. Like if you're if, if you're constantly grinding for money and, and then wealth and things, it's like, dude, you're not gonna find any happiness in that. Mhm. I think I got that from like Tim Ferris too. He's like like uh the four hour work week, he talks about that a lot. Like just about the equivalent, like someone could make like sixty grand a year and someone could be a millionaire. But that person that makes sixty G's is way more happier than the millionaire because they have more free time. And they're spending time with their family or doing stuff that they actually love versus like millionaires. They must be like constantly busy. Like, I need more money. I need more money. They're so stressed. They're not even enjoying the moment. You know what I mean? Oh, fuck. Yeah. So, yeah, I was talking about that in this flow book. Uh, Brandon Harris gave me two similar things. It's crazy in all the different books. They, 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 a lot of the stuff is the same. It's just that it's said different. Yeah. The message is different. But some people interpret certain things and then they don't interpret the other things. So you, you kind of need that. But yeah, I was I was 
people have been talking about this a lot. Um, the girl who got kicked out of the Olympics, the 100-meter Olympics, for smoking weed. Yeah, that's wild. And then there's this the transgender woman. Did the, did the, I want to know if this transgender woman that's in the Olympics for weightlifting, did she get a sex change? Did she get her... Did Let's she get try, tucked in? Google it. <laughs> tucked in. Because where where's the where's the the line gonna come? Because if someone there could be a lot of males. Like okay, I could sit here and think like, hmm, what what could I win at the Olympics if I could just say I'm a female, say I'm a female, get it legally changed, start. Like, do, does she have to take hormones? Does she have to have the sex change? Or can you literally say, no, I'm non-binary, or, or I'm a female now, I'm a transgender woman, and I want to compete in Olympics, in boxing, say. I know. I want to go box or wrestle with the females. It's like there's got to be a, a line where it's like, okay, no. That's what Jordan Peterson always talks about. He's like, I get you guys want to do that, but like scientifically we're different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Many researchers and experts are encouraging approaches that go beyond physiological criteria to better recognize the complex social, strict biological understandings of athletes, gender experiences. A growing body of research also shows the importance of ethics and human rights as the basis for developing sporting policy. It's crazy the the whole uh, like non-binary. I'm not saying what gender I am. It is becoming more popular, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Because even when I'm swiping around a little bit on Tinder and Bumble and stuff, I'm like looking at profiles and they say not gr handful of them say non-binary i'm not saying what i am I'm like damn that's pretty fucking crazy i think it's the younger people doing it more too huh I yeah i'm like what the hell and then this girl she tests positive for uh weed for Let's weed see. let me see let me try to pull up that article test positive for weed and then now she gets kicked out of the olympics and it's a hundred meter race fucking crazy dude it's so crazy i think a lot of people were tweeting about it too like a lot of other um i think jeff nowitzki the ufc guy the run yeah. what does he run usada or whatever yeah he's the head of usada he's like imagine losing out on olympic bid potentially olympic gold medal and millions and millions of dollars of endorsements over marijuana and for a hundred meter sprinter how is that an advantage for a danger or dangerous for a sprinter like just kind of yeah. going off on it, and like, then people were just like talking about Michael Phelps. They brought that shit up too. Like caffeine, dude. Caffeine is way more of a performance enhancer. Like almost proven. I, I think it is scientifically proven that caffeine will enhance your performance. Um, it's crazy. It's fucking crazy. Performance enhancer. Caffeine is well known to enhance and and pro prolong prolong exercise performances. Most specifically, three to thirteen milligrams of caffeine per kilogram of body weight have shown to improve exercise performance. But still, the whole weed thing—it's like, oh my fucking god, dude! It's so <laughs> annoying. But other countries, still in other countries, you can literally go to prison. Kane, I think so. Yeah, not everywhere is like. A green light like you can't just smoke weed like how i mean even here remember it wasn't like i think in some countries they even talk about killing you really drug or weed i think where i heard that from who knows like over here uh, like afghanistan wherever these places are algeria 
Albania. But yeah, I wonder what the consequences are. I'm not sure what. Fucking what head to the pen. Head to the fucking pen, baby. <laughs> Dude. So OnlyFans. Oh, yeah. Did you see that thing that they're trying to take off, like, all the sex shit? Like, all the uh, girls' stuff? They're trying to take they're it off? They're trying to clean it, yeah. So OnlyFans is trying to clean it up. I, I thought they were just going to add to it and start adding athletes to it and uh, athletes and different stuff. Because what I was told, I was told, like, that's how Patreon used to be a little bit. Like, kind of how OnlyFans is. Girls were using it, like, the same way. But then I don't know why OnlyFans kind of just... Took off. Yeah. Like... Because OnlyFans came or to us and, and said... Because we're on Patreon right now. All our content's on Patreon. But they came to us and they offered, like... A decent amount of money to switch and over, and and offered twenty five thousand dollars in uh, like Mark- advertising for, for our page. Oh, sick. But then they're, I guess, in the contract they're saying how we have to post eight times a week, and then they want us to go live backstage for Sean's fights. Like fuck, kind of do. I don't lot. know. Well, and then OnlyFans takes twenty percent, and I was looking at our Patreon, and they take like less, probably sixteen to 18 percent mm. so it's like fuck it's kind it would be kind of a pain in the ass but who knows yeah because it says right here see only fans is looking to move away from adult content to become more mainstream so people are just kind of joking like damn these girls are about to lose their main sense of income like you know how all those girls are just i wonder if, off i wonder if they're saying they're gonna move away from it or just they're gonna promote other like athletes and and stuff like I, that. I wonder that is that why um because you know how Mayweather walked out with the OnlyFans hat. Do you remember that? Yeah. I so I wonder if they're like already starting obviously with like athletes like hey. Yeah, I think I think he I think he has one, but it's almost smart. There's probably more guys on OnlyFans than people on Patreon because not a ton of people use Patreon, and when they do use Patreon, they gotta. Click in their card, do all this. A lot of guys already have a ton of memberships on OnlyFans that subscribe. So I think, too, with OnlyFans, it's a little different because I was looking into it. It's just like a flat fee, so it's like $30 uh, a month subscription, and you get all the content. Versus, you know how, like, Patreon, you had tiers? Oh. Yeah. So OnlyFans, do we, do we, would we pick the Yeah, you get to price? pick, like, however much you want to charge a month. Huh. And the thing about that, too, is, like, people can also, like, tip you on top of that. So it's oh. like a tip jar type of thing. But they can still give you more on top of your membership. If just they to like, support. Yeah, yeah, just to support. I don't know if Twitch is like that or something. Well, that's nice. Cause, yeah, because Patreon, we have the different tiers. I think it's I was better wondering to have that. a one flat fee so people aren't confused. Like, well, yeah. Well, you know what I mean? It's just one flat rate and you get all the content. Because a lot of people want to support and want us to keep pushing mm-hmm. out stuff. So they subscribe for the, the biggest tier, but then we run into issues with that and then getting all the content. So OnlyFans, if they can tip to them, that might be a good thing. It might be better because a lot people message me from time to time saying that they have issues with Patreon, saying that the content's not showing up yeah, and that they're like subscribed to what it should be. You know what I mean? Like the $5 tier and that video's not popping up. So sometimes I'll like send me, send me a screenshot of like your membership and then I'll just send them a link huh. like, of it. So I've been doing that lately. So well, it's not the first time people DM me like, "Hey, yeah, I think on OnlyFans too." Uh, <laughs> Do you see this? <laughs> oh yeah, just got like an eye on OnlyFans. I thought about shooting her a little sub on there and just see see if we could see a little bit of nudity. She's probably just like this, but like I think it's mostly butt cheeks, yeah. butt cheeks and training. But I was like, dude, even if we're putting some fighting techniques, mm-hmm. some funny clips, 
I think we could we, we could do good on OnlyFans, but the thing that's nice about OnlyFans is I don't think you have to upload to YouTube to put it up there. I think oh. we could record a video straight up from our cameras or phones and upload it to OnlyFans. I don't know what all this stuff is. Oh yeah, people are just reacting to uh, just a guy shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. She's like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna do OnlyFans." Huh? Yeah, I think she's pretty hot. I think she's fucking pretty. But she's hot. still in the UFC, right? I'm not sure. Really keep up. I'm not sure if she is or not. But yeah, I think it'd be yeah, it'd be you nice. Think it'd be good. Yeah, I think so. A lot of people are talking about um, the Bill Cosby thing. Did you read into that a little bit? Uh uh-uh. uh Let me pull up like an article. People are just he's saying, getting released, right? Yeah, I think so. After all that shit he did to the girls. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Let's see. Is it free, man? Damn, overturns his sex sex assault conviction. You just have a good lawyer or what? Fuck, probably, <laughs> dude, probably. The, the stunning decision in, in the case of the man once known as America's dad reverses the first high-profile celebrity criminal trial of the Me Too era. The panel of the Pennsylvania State Supreme Court judges said, in their opinion, that a former Montgomery County District Attorney's decision to not prosecute Cosby in 2005 in return for his deposition in the civil case was ultimately used against him in that trial. Yeah, that's wild. People are just like kind of going crazy on social media. I just see like Twitter. People always react. Damn, three years in the pen, big cosp. I know he's super old too. That's crazy. And now the NCAA, now athletes can start making money compared to when they couldn't, which is good. What, the college college players? Yeah. Where does that say that? Oh. Oh, right here. Um, or were you just thinking of that? Yeah, no, I was just thinking that. Uh, thinking of that. That's because that's, that's pretty, pretty crazy. And now they can get sponsorships and endorsements. Like, because before you could be, like Reggie Bush, he got the the Heisman Trophy taken away from him because I think they found out he got sponsored. Yeah, something like there was a lot of. I think that even with um, I was trying to think Kobe, they did that. Like, there's a lot of they couldn't prove it, or like LeBron too, they would give him like bunch of cash under the table type of thing or they would buy him like cars Mm -hmm. and stuff when he was in high school before he went into college or some shit like that damn that's going to change the game for some of those really star college athletes because they'll probably get be able to get deals with under armor now nike now it makes sense be fucking balling out ball lid out i wonder what happened with this whole crypto shit something about i've seen these people tweet out drops one member I don't know too much about these people. These are like uh, Twitch. This is people, all the right. The phase gamers is like a, a, a not just gamers. There's they're um, content creators. They have like phase content creators, and then they have phase gamers. Okay, I never really knew what it was about. I just I thought they were just gamers or something. But drops one member suspends three after alleged cryptocurrency scam. What was the scam? What did they say the scam I don't know was? If one of the members was like promoting a, a crypto or some shit. And scamming people because I don't know there's a lot of like people are talking shit about Bitcoin now saying that it's just like down oh the we're involved in launching a cryptocurrency called save the kids which released in June the currency was an alternative to the likes of Do- Dogecoin Bitcoin and Ethereum the difference with the save the kids is that a percentage of the pro- proceeds were promised to charity the members of FaZe Clan involved have been promoting the coin to their fan base those who purchased the coin found themselves losing lots of money as the value plummeted. This occurs when investors sell their tokens as they 
gain value. This mass cash out is referred to as pumping and dumping and leaving new investors caught out with a considerable loss. That's wild. Kind of reminds me. Did you have you ever seen Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah. It's kind of like that same concept or what? Yeah. I don't know I don't too know. much I about think... stock and shit, but it seems it gives me the same vibe where they they would have people invest and they take the money out and then the investors just don't get shit. Oh fuck. That <laughs> would just be fucking, fucking rip them off. That's wild, huh? I know. Those are always uh interesting. Like did you ever watch the the documentary called it wasn't fire, was it? It was uh but was it about investing and shit? No, it was about this kid that was promoting this huge party. Oh yeah, uh, I think it was Fire or Fry or some shit like that. F Y R E or some weird shit. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was a good documentary, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he fucking scammed everybody. That's hilarious. Yeah, so fucking Tuesday we leave for the fight. I'm pumped. The new opponent. I was watching some stuff on him. It's like, is he decent? Shit. You could pull up his pull up his name. His pull name? up a little video Chris of him real quick. Or some shit? Chris K R I S Mutino. M O U M O U T I N H O. Pretty decent. I'm not, I'm, dude. It's just <laughs> people aren't doing the things that Sean's doing. Like he, and they don't have the money to. A lot of the times, dude, he pays Dan Garner good money to get all his 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 stuff sampled, and he literally eats what's perfect for his body right now. You go to the Campbell Mutinho one on top. I didn't see that. This one. Yeah. But, and Brandon Harris, the consistency with Brandon, dude, is next level. Sean is fucking explosive and fast, and a lot of bantamweights aren't doing what he's doing. Like, look at this kid. Seems pretty He's sick. on the right. This kid, yeah. He's yeah. fighting a guy who's 5'6", five, 5'5", five, five, and this guy fucking clubs him and rocks him. But again, it's still a fist fight. That's the thing. You can't go Anything in there and expect happen. to half-ass yeah. it and still, like, you got to be ready, dude. Fighting's crazy. Anything can fucking happen. So it's got to be my job and Sugar's job to like, keep that motherfucker mentally prepared. But when the lights turn on and the crowd's fucking roaring, Sean's going to turn on for sure. Yeah, it just reminds me how like uh, LeBron spends like a million a year on his body. Yeah, and I think a lot of people aren't doing that. And a lot of people see Sean in the social media and him fucking around. Yeah, they and they don't, see, they don't see all the other shit. I know, that's true. I just think he just fucks around all day. <laughs> but even holding pads for him and seeing his growth over these last four or five years and grappling with him and just kind of like feeling how much he's changed. And he's still like growing by leaps and leaps and leaps. After this fight, we're going to start once twice a week having full practices that are just against the wall Ooh, that's nice. have different partners different pros different level of wrestlers come in there and just against the wall grapple for 30 45 minutes so then because that everyone's goal is going to be getting his face put him against the fence get in his face put him against the fence and it's easier said than done until you stand in front of that little fucker <laughs> for real yeah, but this this is a big stage for this kid. The crowd's going to be fucking enormous, dude. And he's either going to come out and be really stiff mm -hmm. from the moment, which I kind of think is going to happen, or he'll come out and be nice and composed. But either way, ha having to fight in 10 days and be ready for 15 minutes. Yeah, I wonder how this kid was like, oh, shit, like, 
on his end, his point of view, like uh, when they gave him a call, like, oh shit, I'm about to fight on the fucking Connor card. Well, it's like, okay, you say no to that opportunity, then I you're going to fight in another local show for $1,500 to show and $1,500 to win, maybe, or a thousand and a thousand. Or you say, God, it sucks though. It's like, Cause I got to fight Sean in front yeah. of millions of millions of people on 10 days notice. And now I have to crash diet and cut all this weight. Fucking sucks for that kid. Did you watch the countdowns or with Dustin and Connor? I did. It's pretty I did. sick, huh? The countdowns get a little bit fucking boring to me. I know with the Connor ones, they kind of just like keep repeating, obviously, what yeah. you've been doing. So Who do you got? Connor or Dustin? Give Fuck. it to me right now. Honestly, dude, I don't know why I'm leaning towards Dustin a little bit. Are you? I don't know why. It's hard to vote against Dustin because he's such a fucking cool, and you can tell he's yeah. just such a genuinely good dude. But I'm leaning towards a little bit Connor. Really? Fuck. That's, I don't know. It's like it's a coin toss. It is. Whoever lands first. What about dude. Gilbert Burns, Wonder Boy. I got, I got Big Gil. Do you really? Yeah. Stephen Thompson. He'd be a nightmare to fight, dude. He'd be a fucking nightmare to fight. Big Do- Greg Hardy. <laughs> Why does he always get so much shit? Just because he's like. He I think he used NFL. to beat women or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Beat up some chicks. But he hasn't been doing MMA for that long, right? From what I understand. No. Like a couple years, maybe. No, but he's just UFC. such a fucking big athlete. Man. Um, But you've you been watching any of Chael's videos talking about Sean? Yeah, yeah, just the one I sent you guys. He's always, like, on Sean's side, you know? He never really talks shit about Sean. Just really, like, yeah. kind of... Uh, it was funny. He's like, I don't know what Sean's ranked. He may be number seven. I don't know. <laughs> He's just like, gas to Sean. That was cool, though. I'm excited to see um, these fights, too. Dude, Michael Perhera and Nico Price. That's that fight is going to be fight. fucking wild. Super Dude. fucking wild. That's crazy. Fucking Ryan is just like on a winning streak, right? And he's just on the prelim car. Just can't get a fight. Nobody wants to fight him or what? Yeah. And then what's next after that? Next one after that, we have Islam Makhachev and Tiago Moises for the main event. Jeremy Stevens is back. Oh, oh I got another fight. Damn. Oops. What do you got? What do you got the rest of the day? Um, after this, probably just edit this, and then what's today? Sunday. Probably just go home, hang out. Usually, just is niece off niece. today yeah she's off on the weekends that's when we usually hang out but a lot of times she has stuff to do in the mornings too like she's gonna go get her nails done and just like little shit go with her fam nice probably just hang out um but yeah yesterday i took some pictures for like the product stuff so gotta edit those pictures up and yeah that's pretty much it just edit nice i think i'm gonna probably go to open mat hopefully roll a few rounds tomorrow teach in the morning competition training after Go home, try to hit a stream, probably pack all my shit, and then Tuesday we head out for the fight week. Should be pretty good. Oops, yeah, we're at running at 38 already, so. That's perfection. Good. Cool. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed. Peace.